healthy jealousy yeah. towards artists in Pakistan. I'll tell you why. I feel that the Bollywood industry in India is just so huge, you know, in terms of its music and its yeah. filmmaking, yeah. that it is almost it becomes like this. How far away or close are you to Bollywood? You see, it's you are almost measured up to. Oh, he's fringe. He's away from it. Oh, mm. or he's close to it. However, uh, I would felt somehow in Pakistan because there is there is a film industry, but it's just not as monstrous as I would say as Bollywood is. Uh, artists, अभी अभी हुआ ही नहीं है यहाँ पे अभी तो कुछ चीज हुआ नहीं है यहाँ पे. So artists still uh, have that space to yeah. innovate, be culture. You know, like I like the one example is what Royal Hyatt did, did in Coke Studio. That sounds like a really exciting episode, Mayor. So without much further ado, let's jump in and get introduced to the gentleman. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are not meant to offend or hurt the sentiments of including but not limited to any person living or dead, religion or ethnic group, community or country. The primary purpose of this podcast is to build a cultural bridge and shed a light on the similarities we share with our friends from across the border. Hi Omer, how's it going? Everything is good man. So where you tell what's going on? All well. Uh, very excited to record uh, this week's episode. We started this podcast with ideas of discussing content, and we finally reached our. Con- uh, today we're going to be chatting with uh, two very renowned filmmakers on both sides of the border. Uh, our first guest from Karachi is a very acclaimed filmmaker, Najaf Bilgrami, who is known for a lot of his work that he does on television. He's directed shows like Gustak, Marham, and Dil Nawaz, and has actually also had a stint with acting. Najaf has worked on a very interesting project in 2009 called Wagha, where he created a short documentary from both sides of the border, from the Indian side of the border and the Pakistani side of the border, and spoke about the celebrations that happen at the Wagha border on a daily basis. and the very exciting guest that we have from the other side of the border is tushar prakash who is a bold experimental film director and documentary maker and visual storyteller so tushar uh, has been born into a family of architects and psychologists uh, and he's actually originally from delhi india but uh, as he joins in today he's sitting in estonia uh, and he's a graduate of the prestigious national polish film school uh he's pretty famous or infamous as the director of the ott hit the karma killings so, which is a modern day crime thriller mixed in indian mythology and class warfare but today he's joining us as the director of this uh, very interesting documentary that he's made called the act of love which tells the story of an indian man who is wrongly accused of terrorism and jailed for 11 and a half years his only crime being that he actually fell in love with a girl from pakistan that sounds like a really exciting episode mai so without much further ado let's jump in and get introduced to the gentleman they didn't know the audience didn't know that ajay devgan would walk on the on the set on the stage before the film would be played out people just went nuts they just mm-hmm. went nuts they they, they clap for like 15 minutes non stop deafening deafening sound i remember that uh, i was standing there with with hasan zaidi who was the the guy who was organizing the whole thing mm. never seen anything like that and i think uh, we couldn't believe him and i think ajay devgan couldn't believe it mm. he didn't believe it. as to what that he would be that he would have this sort of because for 15 minutes like it was non stop it just won't stop and then and then he would say something and they would start clapping again mm-hmm. so mm. and omkar was like like you know Chai on top, like सब कुछ होने के बाद आप ओमकर अदर ग्रेट फिल्म, so this was that was a good good great short literally yeah. the good old days. Yeah, I've you know I've 
often i can say also felt some kind of a healthy jealousy yeah. towards artists in pakistan i'll tell you why i feel that the bollywood industry in india is just so huge you know in terms of its music and its yeah. filmmaking yeah. that it is almost it becomes like this how far away or close are you to bollywood you see it you are almost measured up to oh he's fringe he's away from it oh mm-hmm. or he's close to it however uh, i would felt somehow in pakistan because there is there is a film industry but it's just not as monstrous as i would say as bollywood is abhi hua hi nahi yahan pe abhi kuch scene hua nahi hai yahan pe so artists still have that space to yeah. innovate be you know like i like the one example is what royal hyatt did, did in coke studio yeah that then when that format came to india it totally collapsed because basically bollywood stepped in right mm. you know and the kind of authorship that royal hyatt did in pakistan i mean uh, it is i mean his uh, the kind of cultural effects was everywhere yeah. it's very well observed because it uska koi template tha nahi pehle ha uska it it didn't it had not happened and he had the royal had sort of like a moral authority that that he can yeah. do his expert science usse ki main jo kar raha hu main kar raha hu ye aise hi hota hai ye hota to aise hi hoga to se pehle nahi hota to usko it happened and lo and behold it, it was actually good so yeah. uh, i can imagine that if you even a bit of that happen in an industry which is defined by its uh, by its traditions by by certain set rules it would mm. be very difficult to do something like that jahan pe yeah. set cheeze hui hain yeah and, and it, happened in, it happened in india because suddenly it became about oh qawali likhwa rahe ho oh qawali chahiye to it take this guy's qawali this he's a bollywood lyricist mm. you know and you're like yaar why the hell should we take this guy's qawali i mean there is mm. back you know yeah so so but, but do you yeah. guys think that now you know with this yeah with this digital revolution and you know like everyone and now more so because the digital revolution is also getting formalized because of the ott uh, the ott space do you guys feel that that has had an impact in either you know diversifying the creator pool or opening it up to younger creators who can now make digital first content and get it published on ott uh, which is you know to be honest a little bit of a side step from bollywood of course there is a lot of uh, you know lineage and dynasty that that creeps into ott as well but it's given it's democrat the internet is democratized quite a lot of you know uh, creators from from around the country around the subcontinent and to a certain extent you know kind of flattened it and uh, bollywood doesn't have a how do you think that the landscape will really open up because of ott now yeah tushar you go first okay i read a interview by paul schrader who's this very uh, this kind yeah. of popular script writer from uh, i mean he's a legend taxi, so taxi, he taxi driver taxi driver then a filmmaker yeah. of his own right also so yeah, yeah. so paul schrader said that that what's happened now is that of course yeah somehow it's become a democracy and we have kind of let go of the evil lords of capitalism per se what used to be you know what the studio heads used to kind of be but he said now we have opened a quote unquote open brothel you know we've entered a machi market where there's just so much noise now there is just yeah. so much noise there's so much content there's so much irresponsible content also so just such a storm that whatever you make it will re- it just gets lost in the whole storm you know it just this is too much stuff being made and that makes you think also like of course there's yeah, there's a democracy but now also there is like you know <laughs> sab kuch sab ka ban raha hai sab hai wahan pe everything is out there and i don't know how good or bad that is i mean i definitely feel that i can no longer really stand uh, only some particular shows or films i can really watch on the ott platforms but after that it becomes a bit like okay it becomes kind of just shoving down a mcdonalds burger 
of netting out trash from from the content that you should go for the true narrative both whether it's whether it's news or it's fiction narrative or or in fact in music because a lot of it is just recycled music if you just keep recycling over and over again wo apne uska aate custom ke awaaz ka ek aapko banda mil gaya hai ya kishor kumar ke awaaz mein ali zafar gaata hai so you know it's like how do you develop that sense and what i said uh, earlier okay all of this will go away so all of this will go away and it will not be a, a, a utopian state and everything will be nice and we all be together no no all of this will go away because the people who are imposing all the restrictions the people who are will go away because they die basically and that generation will just pass and then some other shit will come over we as as people have not been able to come up with with something good we are always replacing one shit from another shit in simpler way um in a, in a simple way, and what i'm trying to say is it will not be a, a good thing that this, that it will all be over the top content would be there everything will be it will be like you said it will be a lot of noise whole mm-hmm. lot of noise and mm-hmm. you don't be able to point out okay, this is what i this is what the the truth is the truth will be hidden mm-hmm. the narrative would be okay, finding the truth in this whole bheed of in this whole noise and clutter of things no i i want to just say one one thing i want to just say one thing about ott and jingoism i think if i can think of it so uh, first of all i want to say like jingoism is not a exclusive thing to india or pakistan being here in estonia yeah uh, i can definitely tell you that there's a lot of jingoism here they have a lot of skeletons in the closet about their soviet occupation they were really prosecuted and they haven't forgiven the russians and it leads to a lot of jingoism public enemy number 1 is putin and russia and they really even a sober nordic country like estonia really lends itself to a lot of bad taste in jingoism but i think like if you think about you know like border for example there was a film that was made before the ott platforms took off it was a big production for its time jp datta you know somebody who was known for in that time putting in hard work into the script and if you really think about it okay whatever bollywood film or that stuff but there was a mind that went behind the script and uh, it kind of played so there is of course this indian army you know this kind of war indo pak war but somehow at the end he tries to add that little message ke you know bhai bhai you know it's a gana aata hai end mein that you know there's a pakistani soldier who's also yeah. dying and this whatever somebody gives water to him yeah. so there is this whole thing of war is bad you know there is that complexity there is the need to define that complexity that yes we are right now limited to borders and indo pak yeah. but let's hope for a future where that can transcend now that requires skill to write that in a script it requires insight and skill you know now what what's happening with ott is that i also think that a lot of substandard talent is getting amplified now yeah. it is the sign i believe of a bad script which looks at the world as white and black a world that mm. a storyteller mm. who looks at the world as white and black is i think there is a lack of skill over there and that is what's happening is i think and that's why maybe right now with ott platforms you're seeing a whole rush of this oh park you know isi spy or mm. this kind of stuff 
because it is easy it is easy to make somebody yeah. the other it is very easy to ostrac- to 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 make somebody the freak you know hmm. i mean the indian will never go to pakistan so it's very easy to go like nahi wahan pe tum jante nahi kya machinery hai you know like i would actually love to see a movie about in in i think 19 before the bangladesh war happened i don't know if you know about this and i'm sure if indian journalists hear about this they might prosecute me but raw actually orchestrated a a hijack of a of a indian airlines which was flying over over indian airspace raw orchestrated the hijack and they said that the pakistani terrorists did it why because they yeah. wanted to close down indian airspace for pakistani flights yeah so that basically they're not able to put in uh, that they're not able to send uh, uh, supplies to bangladesh you mean you know and and that caused a lot of tensions in bangladesh which led to you know the bangladesh separatist movement those stories will never come out <laughs> you know in the democracy in that way is not being used that to the to, to that advantage yeah this is interesting tushar so matlab uh, there is this let's say it seems like this is uh, one easy way out like pandering to the masses singing to the choir you know oi dushman narrative that whole thing this is uh, once again interesting to us to perhaps to suveer and i because as far as creative professions go right so hum uh, ek taraf let's say if someone who's a film director or a documentary director they're closer towards the spectrum of if you put it across on two extremes art and commerce so a film director would be you know usko bola jata hai you know he or she ke yaar wo this is this person who has creative integrity an agency is more yeah. towards commerce ha we do kind of like we create concepts la 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 just to make more money right so so is it matlab in in your experience uh, so tushar for example have you been at some sort of crossroads where you had to choose between taking the easy way out you know making that usual care if i structure my narrative this way it's going to get me i don't know easier views more traction versus doing something that is a bit more complicated like you said so you know agar black and white hai, it's easier to paint black as you know bad, the bad guy so have you ever had to i mean because at the end of the day i mean you are artist but you are you need to make money as well you need to you know operate put food on the table so how do you deal with that how do you uh, you know juxtapose that bottom line what he's saying is bakwas kyu banta hai kyunki bikta hai that's the bottom line <laughs> There are two things that I would say to this. I mean, I would I actually like like to hear what Najif also says because I mean he's senior. I want to also hear what he says about this. Senior Najif uh, because of the whiteness in your beard. You want to go first, Najif, and then I can. We have a movie star by the name of Shan who openly supports the Pakistan Army and its uh, camp campaigns at Kargil and for the line of control. And he has played army men in in war and all these films that have come out. And he openly and. and he practices jingoism even though he he has many friends in india how many films have been uh, when when trump was coming to power people uh, in hollywood and in the america's media were against him ke aur achhi baat nahi hai aur buraiyan karte hai abhi bhi wahan pe uske you know is a part of the jokes but if you look at the films that have come out like the last rambo uh, rambo movie that came out had if you look at it it has a anti mexican narrative you the the this new Mission Impossible Seven that's coming out has a Hispanic villain. This all the Mark Wahlberg films are very you know pro Middle America Republican supporting. So I think आपको पता नहीं चल पाता. There is uh, and you get the funding very easily if it is towing a certain line. If it's towing a certain 
certain narrative. Obviously, obviously, I mean, um, I was invited to talk about my, my, it was also a podcast sort of a thing that I had to come and narrate my first experience into the media. And I said, yeah, my first time I, I edited a movie in which there were army jawans. The moment I started going to that, I said, no, 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 sir, stop. You can't talk about the army because, I said, why? Because this is this whole initial response by the ISI <laughs> and ISPR. Uh, okay. So I said, okay. And then I said, I started thinking about something else and said, no, you can't do that. You can't talk about. So, and these are young kids from, from Zabes, which is a media school over here and, and Karachi University. They're, they're film students who have, it's a beautiful initiative, but I can't talk about an innocent experience that I had in which I was rude to, a, to an army major because he just wasn't following certain rules that were set, there were set rules that he was not following. So what I'm trying to say is that, that it's for a filmmaker, I completely agree with what Umar was saying, that it, you can get the funding very easily, especially, especially in a country like Pakistan, where the industry is still in a state of flux. I mean, we don't exactly have, we don't have any guilds, like we don't have, uh, gaffers don't have a guild, cameramen do not have uh, an association, labor laws are not when it comes to sport boys and so you have to be on your toes and you cannot say no to a project. If it's a project which will feed your family, you better grab it, especially in this economy. You know, the thing called soft image of Pakistan, which you have to portray Pakistan as a, as a very nice, very nice country. And, oh yeah, Pakistan is a nice country. I love my country. But there's certain realities that are happening and you can't ignore them. Anyway, I don't want to further go into this. <laughs> no, we get the gist of it though. You, yeah. So um, the question of, of course, paying work, commercial work, and artwork—that's a whole, that's a very complex conversation yeah. that even goes beyond OTTs and jingoism. I mean, that's something that's always been there. But I think my bigger question, my bigger uh, search, is that in my life, I am looking, I am trying to look at life uh, situations in my life beyond black and white. I am. That that is my personal journey, and I also believe that. You know, I was I was reading about the warrior archetype. You know, um, so Jung, this uh, psychoanalysis, he psychoanalyst, he talked about the archetype. So one archetype is the warrior archetype, and and you always find them in the stories. You know, the hero basically, the the hero archetype, and and he says that at the end you all you also see that the hero who's seeing the world as a war zone, as a battleground, eventually it will take a toll. On his psychology, you know, a lot of times we all we often omit that last act of the hero. You know, we we often remove it, but the last act of the hero is always that of vulnerability, broken question. You know, why did I go on this fight? You know, whenever the warrior comes back home from the battleground, he's not. Yeah, yeah, he's very he's very broken. You know, a warrior always comes back wounded, in many ways. So I I personally believe that we should be making newer narratives. Or let's say older narratives and bringing them to the light. Narratives of people of the warrior, but redefining the warrior. The warrior who tries to convert through love and peace and through a more philosophical dialogue. And in our subcontinental mythologies, we have lots of them. I mean, I often like to say this, that Islam in the subcontinent was not spread through the sword. You know, it was no. the, it was, it was the yeah. Sufi culture that, that, yeah. um, you know, sin. It, you know that, that that's how it it spread through the the subcontinent. So it really comes down to, I mean, I personally believe artists are like shamans. We are like these old tribal shamans. Yeah. You know, we are like we are getting a tribe together and we are invoking some kind of a, a tribal catharsis. So I really want to 
I and I personally believe in even advertising guys are like shamans. They are the mod. I mean, I, you know, uh, uh, Steve Jobs. You know, look at him standing and doing his presentation of Mac. It's all he's a shaman, you know. And that's yeah. what we really are. So we are evoking something higher, something more abstract, and trying to create a universal experience for the tribe. And and that's something that I've always thought about is what is the universal experience that I'm trying to evoke in in an ad. I think you're also trying to do, do that. If it's um, uh, you know or in a documentary, any kind of storytelling, that's what you're doing. You're invoking a universal catharsis, and um, and it really comes down to that. So I personally, I'm trying to evoke catharsis of life beyond black and white. You know, yes, you know, Javed went to jail for eleven and a half years, but also he found God in that jail. Hmm. You can't go like you know. I mean, he never says. He, of course he feels bad but you know if you ask him kya aapne experience kiya he'll say kya ha you know i i learned kuch kuch sikha maine you know it's very important how to even and that gives me hope personally that okay if life ever throws you that spanner yeah do you have the warrior within you to try and unlock the deeper meanings of what you yeah. or what you are or what you are going through you know so i would say the same with the uh, Indo Pak relationships and same with um, with all these kind of things is that is that can you go deeper into your own uh, energy of of apology and everything? Just one thing I want to say. So I was right now in Dresden. My mother lives in Dresden, uh, and she's a tour guide in Dresden. So I went for one of her tour walks. And Dresden, if you remember, was a city that was badly bombed in Second World War, like totally destroyed. One of the worst bombing campaigns in Second World War, and. Um, and there's a church in the middle of Dresden city center the fraunkircher church which was totally disintegrated old church totally disintegrated and not built till 2005 because of the soviet rule um, whatever churches were not encouraged so it had to like kind of survive the soviet era and then it was rebuilt and it was rebuilt by donations from america and england the allied countries now the cross on top of the fraunkircher or the fraunkircher church is a golden cross which was made by a goldsmith in england and that goldsmith fought really hard to get the commission to make that cross apparently this is what is it his father was one of the pilots who bombed dresden and his father wrote a letter to the city of dresden asking for apology and that letter is in is is inside the is inside the gold cross wow. on the front wow. cushion and yeah, and that what happens you know when you really kind of when you really go into that depth of somehow healing things yeah. can things be healed i i i, I think yeah you you got to start from somewhere yeah but how how extreme was being as far as ah, go ahead ah speaking on behalf of umair and me as far as the ad guys are concerned i think our constant debate is which gate are we standing outside it are we standing outside <laughs> the gates of hell or that brothel that we spoke about with the, with the taxi driver <laughs> so we have much larger existential crisis in that you know i really love the shamanic reference and you know it's close yeah. to our hearts for various other reasons maybe not necessarily uh, the professional kind and the kinds we can speak on the podcast but i'm sure there must have been a day you know in in your lives as well when you know you obviously uh, creatives know that they're creative you know from a very very young age and you know you you pursue it initially as a hobby and you know uh, you see it in your lifestyle you see it in your mannerisms etc but there must have been a 
day or a moment for you guys when you realize that hey look i want to make my life and i want to do this as my thing it's not just a hobby it's not just a pastime this is my calling this is my purpose in life what was that turning point for you najaf whoa but i want to do this for the rest of my life i know i can't remember that that exact moment where i said okay i'm, I'm going to do this but because i knew i was known when i was a kid among i got 22 cousins uh yeah next and and all almost all like five girl cousins and all of them all the rest are boys so uh, 18 17 boys so a lot of bullying a lot of bullying around right a lot of uh, ragging so i was known as the the, the drama in my in, among my cousins ye drama hai sala sala drama drama karta rehta hai to mujhe mujhko itna bola gaya ki main drama aur drama aur drama ke kya kya main drama hi karunga fir aapko ek aapko to dhakka diya jaye ki aap kehna theek hai they expect to be drama mera ek baar naam aaya tha akhbar mein so about about something that i done as part of a music show i i used to do a small little skit that was a weekly skit that i used to write and perform myself that's back in 94 95 and i I was still in college, and I got out of college. Uh, so I showed my mother that to review, and I and I one day I'm going to make this get into a film, and I'm going to make this film. And she said, "Yeah, okay, great. You're out of college. You better get a job now." Yeah. How about getting a job? I said, "No, I, this is it. What do you think of this? I mean, what the guy says these three lines about me, particularly about me, and and what do you think of it?" She said, "Great. When you when you're going to get a job?" I said, "No, no, mom. That's what I want to do. I want to do this." She said. Yeah, I know it's what you want to do, but when I going to get a job, I said, and I said, okay, she's not getting it. <laughs> she's not getting it. I said, all right. So, and I realized, uh, I didn't realize that it's what I want to do. I realized people will never get it to what I do. Mm. Uh, and that's okay because abhi bhi, my jago bhi vapas when I go to my puppy's house, my my papa says, okay, so how's the theater thing going? I said, I'm not, I'm not going to theater. <laughs> I'm 42 years. I'm 44 years old. Went to film school, made films. You watch my TV play on TV. No, I don't do theater. Say, so, yeah, well, well, so what are you saying? Well, it goes to something else. And so your family would never accept it. You do that for your family, you know. You initially you start doing that for your family and the people who are around, and then you realize that you never were doing it for them. You do it for empty space inside. You keep trying to fill in, and it never gets filled in. Interesting. So, Tushar, is it the same for you as you were growing up? Like, is it, um, you know, given that Bollywood is this eight hundred pound gorilla in in the Indian economy anyway, right? So, is it much more acceptable? Tum, agar you know, if you're growing up, were you were your cousins okay with you, or what? Were your fa- was your family okay with you saying, you know, I want to do this? They're like, beta, get a real job, doctor, bano, lawyer, bano. Aise kabi hua or what? No, that did not happen in my family. Um, even though there was this constant um, pressure of okay but what kind of filmmaker matlab bollywood oh. not bollywood this yeah, kind yeah. of thing I think, i think that's the problem i think when the bollywood is this huge thing that becomes the pressure kya matlab kya acha add bollywood and there's no space then for a guy to just i mean that's also my problem i, I wish i was stronger in that way to go like you know i i wish i had more self confidence to go like i'll figure my path out but um, that's been a very that's a that, that has been a very turbulent journey constantly even today is like okay you know trying to find the themes that i feel are mine to tell you know Re- regarding the love for cinema that happened very early on my my nana used to have 
my nana used to get pirated vhs uh, copies from from his brother in manchester so i grew up uh, watching uh, watching david lean and then yeah. james bond and 10 commandments and ben hur you know like i watched bridge on yeah, the river same here buddy yeah same here buddy you know and i loved it you know and i loved it and love watching those images and they really kind of they nice. they did something to me but yeah. um, and i was a very kind of soft spoken child in school usually also bullied so i uh, i think somehow and i had a stammer as well so somehow i think uh, film became something like ha main ye banaunga karke dikhaunga and but that's also very problematic relationship i feel that filmmakers uh, have with films and i've often seen this with a lot of filmmakers who i know they're often people with a very uh, damaged ego actually mm. and it becomes a big problem you know i've i've often noticed this in myself in friends that usually filmmakers are people who are like mai karke dikhaunga uh-huh. and it becomes a very competitive space yeah. in that in that way you know uh, with the limited funds also it becomes a very competitive space and um, uh, i just it is question for for tushar how much uh, bullying comes into effect of one choosing filmmaking as a filmmaking particular not acting or uh, any other form of uh, visual art but film as a profession i'm just driving a question out of what you just said uh, because i said it earlier that i was bullied in my school yeah. because for being a, for being a drama ke drama hai yaar drama hi karta rehta hai har baar so and i i guess i i, I was i must have been a drama i, I must be a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Ask my wife. I mean, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that how much of that comes into effect that uh, you get keep getting bullied, keep getting bullied, keep getting sent to the wrong wrong ones for a long time. Yeah. What happens? Becomes a big part. It becomes a big part, yeah. and both very subconsciously, and when you don't deal with it, it can become problematic. It can, I think, lead yes. to this me too stuff and everything. I really feel that these well, people yeah, who well said, do that well are people with very broken egos. So it happened to me. Actually, I realized that I was getting a big kick out of casting uh, uh, male actors who I felt are kind of better looking than me, or better than me, or uh, more alpha than me. I got, I was getting this kick of kind of casting them and then playing like an alpha game with them, you know. And um, and I kind of realized that yeah. that's that becomes very problematic, you know, because when you keep looking again, it comes to that warrior archetype. Then you keep looking for. battle you know it all becomes a battle then and it becomes very problematic and uh, then how it also starts affecting you is when your film doesn't get the reception it needs you know when yes. you yes. it doesn't get the fund that you you get a rejection from a workshop it really affects you because you are very because it's you've attached it so close to your own self image becomes very problematic and uh, yeah so that becomes a huge issue to deal with so you just need to be i mean i i'm, I'm amazed by so how how aware you are of of this thing it's amazing um that you know this thing <laughs> uh, knowing this thing that it solve the problem that, i mean you you may know of this thing but is it i mean i completely i i, I know this is, this is exactly I, the, the whole alpha thing and and uh, taking rejection well i mean if you 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 pitch a pitch an idea and it 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 is not it does it doesn't receive and say oh you, they don't get it they don't understand what i'm trying to do what i'm trying to say they don't get it like get that all the time knowing this thing and truly truly walking the path and being the path huge difference takes a lifetime mm-hmm. yeah it it's does. a lifetime to yeah. to be able to yeah well said well said thank you and then you know in filmmaking we have these examples that orson welles made citizen kane when he was 26 and eisenstein made balchipotemkin yeah. when he was 24 and 
Kapola made Apocalypse Now when he was 36. You start looking at your own life in that in that kind of milestone, <laughs> uh, you know, and you're like, oh, you know, it becomes very uh, problematic. I think. Yeah, but but Mash was made by Robert Altman when he was yeah. 46. <laughs> yeah, it's got a lot of time, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> got a lot of time. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, if we have to top that, then Maria Sharapova won the Wimbledon at the age of 18. Right? What were we doing at the age of 18? Right? <laughs> But uh, my my quick takeaway from that is in 2015, you know, there was a popular show called Entourage, in which a very popular character became, uh, you know, uh, got christened by the name Johnny Drama. But Johnny Drama, ke 20 saal ba- pehle tha Najaf Drama. So <laughs> Najaf, thank you for taking over as the host of that segment. It did made my job for me. <laughs> But thank guys, you. let's come to the meat of this episode. Let's yeah. come to uh, you know why you guys are here today. Of course, both of you have worked on some very very interesting projects in your past. We're here to talk about two projects specifically. To talk about Vaga, Tushar. Of course, here we're talk- we're here to talk about Active Lab. Najaf, why don't you tell us about Vaga? Why don't you tell us about the project? Uh, What was the story about? What were your experiences? I, I, yeah, I got uh, I got an email from Shapiro. Uh, we both were alumni of the Berlin Talent Campus back in 2008. I think he was also there. I but I never, I, I didn't meet him. I got an email from him when I got back in Karachi that I, my Mr. Shapiro sent and he pitched the whole film. That it was great. I mean, he helped. Said yes, exactly right. That's why I'm. I'm calling from that you you're 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 based in Karachi. I will be arriving in Karachi. Could you help me um, get in touch with people in Lahore who can help me with shooting on this side of the border? And I said, yeah, I, I gave him the number of uh, friends of mine who who had production for me in Lahore, Naman Wahid and all those people. It's uh, basically ad guys, uh, and he just needed contact because he was he had his uh, cameraman. He had he, and he was. The skeleton crew that he was starting with, he had a sound recorder and camera guy, who's basically a female camera person. And then I got a, a three months, three weeks or three months later, I got an email from Henning Henning Kam, who was a producer. Okay, Shufra will not be able to make it. Could you travel to Lahore, Reki? Uh, said if he's not coming, then why am I doing it? Said with, with the intention, would you be able to shoot it for him? I said fine. He immediately wired the money for for my travel. I went over there, I did the Reki, I shot a bit. Lahore the thoda bahut baada da thoda shoot kiya and then i got the mail ke would you be interested in in not only shooting it but also co-directing it with him so the so the project just and then it basically the the that year that film was commissioned by the Berlin Today award which is a, which is part of the Berlin Talent Campus and Berlin Talent Campus is part of the Bernale so that film was a, was there were five movies that, films that were entering that that competition and were funded by that competition they were given a year to make that film and they were celebrating the 20th year of the Berlin Wall coming down so they the, all the five films were about walls you know about walls so mm-hmm. Shapiro had pitched this film and it was Shapiro's film it was I was just piggy riding on his on his great idea and his amazing wit it's it's, it's a, I'm sure it's in this film it's mm-hmm. a very witty film very wit. wit it's uh, and it's there it's like he, he it's the the best part is that all the other films were, were fiction this is a documentary film it's actually that drama happens every day yeah you know five days a week six days a week i don't know but on the story i met shupreo on the uh, in 2009 when the film had been done all the footage was taken by henning to back to berlin silvia who was editing it kept sending us that this is what i edited this is what i edited i kept seeing cuts as was shipreo it was basically shipreo's film i would give my suggestions but you know it was shipreo who had researched the whole thing it was his film 
So I met Shubhre on the eve of the ceremony where where the film got the award. Mm. I saw him for the five scenes. So original lockdown seen him. film work from home. <laughs> True. And I was like, yeah. And he he was gracious enough to when he went to collect the award, he was gracious enough to grab my grab me by the hand, said, "No, you're coming with me, buddy. You're coming with me." And we went there. We got the award from from none other than Wim Wenders, the great mm. Wim Wenders. <laughs> Uh, who 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 understands walls and separation better than anyone? He's made Wings of Desire and Until mm. the End of the World. A great, great filmmaker, great documentary filmmaker as well. Mm. And he, uh, I remember my boo boo over there was. Uh, I had to do my drama, so what happened? I he, he said uh, he graciously said, "Okay, uh, uh, do you want me to?" Stand, step down so that uh, the same. I said, "No, no, you step, you stand there." So I want people to know. How tall you are? I had to do, it and he just looked at it in a weird, weird way, because he did not understand. So being a German, he couldn't understand the sense of humor. Nevertheless, a great filmmaker didn't understand Pakistani sense of humor, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I, I cracked, I cracked the joke. But yeah. that film did. Um, that film is a. I was when I was shooting. Uh, there, there are two mascots on the Pakistani side. Imran, Imran. His name is Imran Pakistan. He's the one who. Waves the flag. He's a he's a civilian, and when the soldiers do the uh, the whole the whole parade, he's the mascot. He's got a big flag, and he rallies the crowd. He tells the crowd to cheer. Uh, we followed him. Uh, I got to know him, and he makes it in the film for a brief. His story doesn't show up as much in the shorter version, in the version that was submitted into the into the festival. I got to see as to how you know when the when the show, uh, Imran Pakistan wears Pakistani flag all the time. When the show ends, Imran Pakistan goes back to his uh, mahalla where he lives, and he lives the life of a mascot 24/7. He only he only matters when when the parade is happening. Realizes mm. wow. to how empty. I followed Imran for two days, 48 hours. I had the camera on him. I said, I said, what do you do? What else do you do? He said, nothing. I don't do anything else. He said, what do you mm. get paid? money. He said, no, I get I get paid by these guys. Which guys? All those guys over there—they used to pay me every day. I said, "What else you do?" Nah, job. I have given to Dubai. Me, Mamu, they will call me. I'll get a job over there. So I took this year over. Then I took this year over. That's all he does. Wow. That's. But you know that—that that makes you actually think about where does this jingoism also come from? It comes from this emptiness, I think, of <laughs> of nothingness. You know, okay. the, yeah. It, you fill it up with something. You know, like but Vardhan. Uh, This very interesting documentary, one of his big ones, uh, "Father, Son, and Holy War," hmm. which basically shows that that shows Hindu fanaticism and links it with the Hindu idea of manlyhood. And you understand that the fanatic and manlyhood borderline is very, very thin. You know, it kind of shifts very, very easily. And uh, similarly, it's one of the it's one of the same thing. Yeah, it's one of the same thing. So it's an archaic idea. Yeah, um, that we have outlived, and it may have been. Instrumental uh, in building societies in the in the yesteryears mm. is no longer relevant. Is no longer it, it doesn't build anything. Mm. Build it just it's there. Anyway. Yeah, so it's me. Uh, it's interesting, Najaf. So there's a story that happens inside the film or the documentary that you're making, especially in context of Vaga. And there's a story that is happening outside it, right? So whereby. Yeah. your counterpart cannot come here and you're adding in creative input so it's 
you know, it, it speaks volumes. And I think uh, in Tushar, in your case as well, you know, why don't you tell us a little bit about, you know, what your challenges have been, what's Act of Love all about and what your challenges have been on the, on that platform? So I basically heard about the, uh, I heard about the film idea uh, about uh, Javed's real story one day when I just went for a cup of coffee to meet a friend from BBC who's a, who's a journalist in BBC and she told me about Javed and it really struck me, you know, so his his entire story about how he was jailed for 11 and a half years just because he fell in love with a girl from Pakistan was something that really um, connected to me at that time. I think because I was experiencing my own kind of separation and love, you know, and, and, and that became like a story that really connected to me. I went and met him. I think my thing is that um, I definitely feel that the documentary has many, many flaws in it. That's it's it's my first feature and documentary, many, many flaws. I mean, when I hear Najaf, from what I understand, that the heart of a documentary filmmaker is somebody very patient, who can follow somebody for two days. I love documentary. I I I love reality. I have such a deep love for reality. But I think I am also a a script writer in my heart. So that becomes a very difficult path for me to uh, walk down, you know. Uh, that's why Iranian cinema has been something big, big kind of inspiration for me. But anyway, so I think uh, I I heard his story. I did not, and I was just wondering how to tell his story. And I told him, I said, what are your dreams? Do you ever want Mobina to hear your story? He said, uh, he said yes, I, I do. I said, would you want to show it to me? Would you want to act out the story and show it to me? He said, I would love to. You know, and he's a very good-looking man. He's a very handsome, good-looking man wow. who would have been really uh, um, handsome when he was young, 21. And um, I think he's always had this romanticism of cinema, always had this romanticism of, you know, of cinema. And working with him, because, of course, the film walks in this kind of docu-fiction zone because... His story is real, his interviews are real, but when we are recreating the scenes, of course, it's been done with a bit of a uh, kind of fiction mindset, just the way we place the camera and everything. But uh, with Javed, I mean, he was actually really brilliant to work with uh, as an actor, I can also say. A really very smart man who was really able to hear, eventually he was really able to hear the details of the direction very carefully. He was able to go into those mental zones. And one of the final shots that we were, so we had to do this kind of court sequence, yeah, where he was kind of doing his hearing. So, and okay, and the whole film was shoestring budget, all crowdfunded, raised with nothing, really, like all kind of really shoestring budget kind of a thing. So we could not shoot in a real court. One of the locations that we had was a government school from the kind of English era. So it had this vibe to it. And my DOP said, hey, let's just, in this library, let's make the court, you know. We have all the files and everything and it becomes a court. So we made the court over there, worked brilliantly. It actually, I think it, the court looks like really like a court. So we have seen the cut, I think it really looks like a court. Yeah, and uh, so Javed was just sitting there and we got like real lawyers and real judges. Like Javed's wow. own... Javed's own lawyers, you know, to come and because we're not working with actors. These are all real people from his community. And 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 they and they've all heard about Javed's stories, you know. So they all kind of start participating in that becomes like this community catharsis. I really wish I could have actually shot a making of, could have put it into the film, but I I just, you know, you live and learn. It would have so, been making off of making off. Yeah, and <laughs> that would have been actually great. It would have actually been like I think act of killing kind of thing, you know. But anyway, so yeah. 
So, so this uh, is Rosalini, man. This is like uh, oh, Rome Open City. He yeah. used the actors and the old woman actually had lost five sons. Yeah. Uh, it was all real people who were acting out themselves. And the film yeah. was made right after the bombing of uh, Rome. I, I love that. It's a, so amazing. Yeah. And so basically these lawyers were all, they all kind of knew. They're like, ah, they were all connecting the dots and they were all like participating in this yeah. kind of big catharsis. And Javed is just watching all this. He's watching a real judge. He's watching the lawyers kind of do the court sequences. And then at the end, I'm like, okay, Javed, let's now shoot the scene where you're hearing the verdict. Okay, let's just shoot the scene where you're hearing the verdict. The room is empty. I put a camera. I just roll it. And Javed is just standing there. And I just tell him, imagine there's a judge and you're the verdict. And he's, after three minutes, tears start rolling down. You know, like he, he kind of, and you realize that, okay, this is what it is, like the kind of fiction, um, you know, the, whatever, the act of fiction kind of starts bringing the real uh, emotion in him alive, you know, and, uh, and then on the camera, you can basically hear my, my voice saying cut, you know, and pack up and you can hear the unit packing up, but he's just standing there with tears in his eyes. And you kind of realize there that, Okay, this is also one form of telling reality, you know, where where, uh, where he's kind of doing the stuff and it's making him kind of go back into some zone of his own. Uh, so that that's was amazing. a very, that's, that, that was an interesting yeah. experience to kind of, uh, to work with him in that way no, where we were working on a film, but he entered those zones. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to ask, uh, interrupt and ask a question. It, it's amazing that you came up with this idea that you want to reenact the whole thing and have the real guy play the part. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's amazing. He's been through the ordeal. I mean, he's stayed. He's been. He was in casting for 11, 11 years, mm-hmm. and yet he was. For the word, he was ballsy enough to say, yeah. "I'm going to relive that thing." Yeah. I don't mind. I don't mind going back into that. Mm-hmm. I want to. I. I won't mind reliving this thing. Mm-hmm. He's, he's that. It's. It's amazing. He. he he must be a very, must have an amazing sense of humor, because he's um, from. I mean, I don't mean in a bad, in a bad. <laughs> what I mean uh, that he's no, absolutely. He must be. He must be. Must be really ballsy. Like he's he's able to talk about something which I can't imagine. Put but put myself in the situation. I wouldn't want to talk about it. He's courageous. That you say, yeah, I don't mind discussing. I don't mind living it. I don't mind acting it out. Yeah. A bad yeah, example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's amazing that I, I want you to talk a bit further about it. So what you think is going in his head when he's doing all this, when he's when he's reenacting all these so these those moments from his past life. What do you think is going through his head? I mean, you 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 yeah. make your documentary and yet you are reenacting, you're dramatizing the whole thing. Yeah, uh, um, it's amazing that you said that you're a scriptwriter. You can't help but being a scriptwriter, and I, it makes complete sense if you want to do this kind of uh, narrative. It mm-hmm. makes sense that it has to have a drama because it is dramatic. Yeah. The that this man was in Casa for 11 years. Yeah, yeah. I, I think um, he really knew that what was happening to him, what's happened to him is not right. You know, it's like he, he knows the value of a story, let's say, you know, he, he knows that. He knows that what he's gone through is not right. And he knows that, that this should be told. Um, that these stories, that this story has to be told. And I think what what really attracted me to him was that at no point was he in any kind of self-pity. 
you know at no point man with yeah. great dignity actually my my brother says that that's what what that's what's amazing about javed is that he has a lot of dignity he holds his dignity you know at no point he's like dekho his family lost everything like i mean imagine 11 and a half years of court battles i mean in india it yeah. cost so much you know yeah. he lost so much and he lost his life in that way his youth but he still holds his dignity so well when i was working with him i would forget that i'm working with a man who's been in jail for 11 and a half years yeah. the amount of you know and then there would be these moments where we are like doing it i was like shit he's, he's doing uh, what he's really gone through and that's when you realize that the depth of this man's experience so when we even made the the kind of uh, our own uh, jail cell because we were trying to shoot in a abandoned jail and we could not get permission you know that's what happens you know when you are a small unit in india you know because we were because we were shooting in a town where anurag kashyap had once shot a few scenes and uh, we had, we were shooting in a jail in a abandoned we wanted to shoot in a abandoned jail which was from the english era we just couldn't get permission because anurag kashyap had shot there once for two days and his fixer had basically come with a suitcase full of money and just paid off the jailer and that's what the <laughs> jailer was expecting that that kind of money which yeah, we no way had so so then we basically found this government school and then we made that government school one classroom into a jail basically yeah yeah it's really interesting uh, kind of little art project, art design project also and for 3000 bucks we made an entire jail cell um there was wow. a great job by my by my brother so um and um so javed was a, like a research guy right he was a authentic or whatever authentician yeah. and he would just come and he would say nahi tushar ji ye yahan pe nahi hoga ye nahi hoga ye eat to nahi hogi because eat sab kisi ko maar sakte ho you know he would just come and he would just kind of verify that it looks fine he was like ha theek hai ye ab jail lagti hai so we had this one mind who was constantly kind of i wish i could i could have shot all this making of he was so busy in the process of filmmaking that we could not uh, look at ourselves you know but that there's definitely some reality that it's, got lost there it, it's interesting all the independent films that are made uh, are lot more interesting behind the camera mm. and they and you and you're so busy making that film on a shoestring budget that yeah. you do not have the funding to document all all the interesting things that are happening like the improvisation that you're doing and all yeah. those films which are concocted in the in the uh, the cozy bosom of corporate money they get all the bds which is all you know it's all contrived yeah i mean we had people in the in the jail in the jail scenes we had real people who had a real guy who had gone to jail you know for uh, whatever yeah. knifing for knifing somebody he was like a guy we were working with you know so uh, one of javed's friends also i mean he, he has crazy stories from jail as well the kind of characters he met and yeah. but so sure basically but, but the thing is that how how javed survived in jail was he was an electrician so he tapped into that ele- that electrician talent of his and he became the jail electrician so that's a big part of the film also how he survived basically using his skills interesting yeah. yeah i think what's uh, no so we we'll go ahead the, i think simultaneously you know very powerful and uh, you know dichotomies very very powerful in terms of the fructification of how it all comes together but still so beautiful you know with the authenticity of the story the character how he's getting 
personally invested not in just telling the story but in also making the story come to life right then you see the the same location become the jail the same location become the courtroom and he's taking so much personal uh, you know interest in investing uh, in his own story coming to life i think which is where the authenticity comes in which is where you know he's trying to build uh, later the audience in that context through his own emotions through his own authenticity mm. uh, you know just sounds so powerful by itself mm-hmm. One one more Man, thing, you know, in, so in in the film, one of the documentary kind of reality scenes that we have is Javed is reading out letters that he got from Mubina, some of the letters that he has, and I've shot that and we've used that in the film, and it was very powerful for me hearing, you know, a Muslim woman from Pakistan, not from an affluent background, like she's from, I mean, Javed is not from an affluent background, so I'm de- definitely sure she's also not, and she's pouring her heart out, you know, to him. and for me that is so it was so interesting to hear that you know like wow the the romantic mind somehow of you know of this somebody who we don't hear about you know whose romance we don't hear about that was also i think very 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 powerful to hear those hear those words and the contrast that uh, this man the sound of love uh, contrasting the fact that with the hard life that this man has had mm-hmm. it's It's an amazing contrast. It's an amazing story. So, so it's uh, it seems that the premise is based around <clears throat> this concept of uh, there's something in the way, right? This this wall in the way, this separation in the way, this perception gap in the way. And mm-hmm. I think so. Where does it stand right now? An act of love. Um, what what's left? I understand that you've shot it, you've edited most of it. Where does mm-hmm. it stand now? So the big debate that I'm having with myself is if I should go to Pakistan and show it to Mubina or not. Um, what will that do to her? What will that do to her life? That's one of the big moral questions that I am having. Apart from the logistics, that's one big moral question that I am trying to tackle with. Is uh, because I mean, anyways, in the film, when I want to show it, my idea was that when I show it to her, I don't show her. I show her uh, with a burqa. I think that's actually more powerful. Not we don't need to reveal her identity. just her eyes will be like very very powerful because the film ends with javed basically saying to the camera ke mubina maine ye film aapke liye banayi hai taki aap jaan sako ke mujhe kya hua tha aur ab ye bhi jaan sako ke mujhe aapse bahut pyar hai you know so that's like his message basically his final message and i thought that 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 kind of transitions to her watching it it, it, it transitions to me as the filmmaker going to pakistan watch, walking in karachi trying to find the address that i have going to the house knocking on the door who comes out maybe she comes out and i'm like mai javed ka dost hu india se aaya hu to dikhana hai mere ko aapko what her reaction will be very very cinema very the you know if the whole film is kind of this kind of docu fiction i wanted the ending to be a bit cinema very the very kind of cameras there dirty shot documenting what's happening and uh, but my big moral question is what will that do to her what will that do to her life will it affect her hmm. will it I mean, even though in the film there are only some moments where he says, you know, about love, you get the idea of love, but I don't know what what will that do to her. So that's would be one of my my big moral questions. Everybody has loved the ending idea. They all after me know you have to do it, you have to do it. But yeah, there is of course good. that big moral question on my head. Logistically, I mustered the strength to go in March and do it, and uh, I applied. Uh, I called up the Pakistani embassy in Delhi. I asked him, you know, I was like, I want to be clear. I'm Javed Kadosto. This is the story. I have filmed it. I have made a poem. And this poem is going to be shown in Karachi. I want to show it to Mubina. 
ठीक है ना और मेरे को बस रिकॉर्ड करना है क्या वो ये पैगाम सुन रही है और मेरे को ये फिर जावेद को दिखाना है दैट्स मुझे कुछ फिल्में नहीं मानी मेरे को सिर्फ ये दिखाना है क्या मैं मैं घर के तरफ जा रहा हूँ घर के बाहर वो आती हैं मैं उनसे बात करता हूँ घर के अंदर हम जाते हैं और मैं दिखाता हूँ क्या वो देख रही हैं टू विच ही सेड तुषार जी ऐसा है कि आप पाकिस्तान तो जा ही नहीं सकते और आप वहां जाके शूट तो कर ही नहीं सकते अगर आपको अगर कोई भी चांस है वहां पर जाके शूट करने का तो आप किसी पाकिस्तानी प्रोड्यूसर या फिल्म मेकर से आप बोले क्या वो आपका वट आपको सपोर्ट करें आपकी स्पॉन्सरशिप करें जो भी करें एंड तब एक चांस है ठीक है ना उसके बिना तो हो नहीं सकता तो ऐसी कुछ शूट कर लू अपने फोन से तो कोई दिक्कत है ही सेट तुषार जी ऐसा है क्या हर जगह फील्डिंग फैली होती है ठीक है ना आपको देखते रहेंगे वो ठीक है ना आप आपके ऊपर कॉन्स्टेंटली मॉनिटरिंग मॉनिटरिंग होगी ठीक है ना तो आप ऐसे तो करिए मैं प्लस ही आल्सो सेड कि अगर आप जाके ऐसे करेंगे मेरे को बिना बताए तो मुझे प्रॉब्लम हो सकती है दैट गॉट मीनिंग Uh, they will allow that to happen had you not told them and if you had asked somebody to do it they wouldn't they, because they would have known that mm. they are they wouldn't have let that happen it's it's mm. good thing that you have made it known so because you mm. your cards are on the table on the table absolutely agent, yeah and courtesy of 883 to infinity i do hope that you are able to fulfill this dream and i do hope that the connections we make through this podcast will help uh, <laughs> enable all your dreams yeah. come true now sure. before we wrap up couple of questions rapid fire questions indian yeah. favorite director favorite actor favorite actress oh ah uh, gurudat a <laughs> uh, gurudat and uh, favorite actor nobody Haji. has been a screen actor there's been nobody nobody my all time favorite screen actor are jimmy stewart dilip kumar but balraj sani yeah balraj sani also nice. but to 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 top them dilip saab nobody talks i mean he he his work is yeah. phenomenal the phenomenal work i don't think anybody comes even close to anybody who who puts a top 5 list and puts uh, i'm sorry uh, amitabh and and sharuk and i'm uh, sorry sacrilege sacrilege dilip saab and then there are, there are five to six empty spaces and then you can get many one dilip saab and then dilip saab and dilip saab and dilip saab and then Big, big, huge fan of the Dilip Saab. Screen <laughs> acting. I'm talking about screen acting, not, not. But I'm, I'm not so screen acting. Yeah. You're yeah. drama wale. <laughs> yeah, we. What do we do? Drama. Drama. So yeah. Tushar, do you agree with him? With what? With his list? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> list is a very personal, subjective thing. So yeah. There's no agreement. Your list is supposed to be from the other yeah. side of the border. Aha. Uh-huh. Is there a list that you can don't, put? Don't out? ask me for a for, for a list because I have to. <laughs> I have to ask for a list. If I can, <laughs> give me a list of films to watch and list of uh, of directors to watch and and actors to watch. I mean, definitely, I would I would like to have a list. In fact, that gets me thinking. I would love to actually have a list. I have, I mean, Pakistani music and Pakistani poetry, which I would not even call Pakistani. I would call subcontinental because this is yeah. beyond India. Pakistan was made. Yeah. Is uh, I mean, it's very close to me, and I I really have a deep dream to. Really go to the Bitsha Darga someday. I really want to go there. I think it's something. It's a it's a darga that I will really enjoy. I've 
I love the music from that place. I I I I am a big fan of poems by Shah Abdul Latif. I would really wow. I think love to love to see. You should you should go to Sh- uh, Lal Shabazz Kalandar, which is in seven. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a we we dined we were shooting a film, uh, not I shot a film called Lalulal.com, mm-hmm. which is about the Hindu community living in Tharparkar area, mm-hmm. which is close to the Rajasthan border. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And 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 we were we were hosted by the Vadera of that place, mm-hmm. and he told us the history of Seven that the real name of Seven. Seven में लाल शबाज कलंदर का श्राइन है जो people from all walks of life and all faiths come over there and seven is actually Shiv Ahan the real name of seven is actually Shiv Ahan and it was told to me and I was like what I said yeah it's basically it's uh, it's a really old it's a very old uh, city yeah and the yeah. real name is Shiv because Shiv का आहन हुआ था वहाँ पे yeah that is and उस करते 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 उसमें to ward off evil spirits the villainish evil spirits right mm. so i i researched a little bit and all the uh, the real stories in karachi about people having real experiences mm. with jinns um there's one musician who incidentally was a sequencer in coke studios his name is heather he said that he, he had a he had uh, he was seven years he was living in a room and he had a he felt the presence of a jinn and mm. that jinn used to speak sanskrit mm, and all the other yeah. and all the other people that i talked to who had similar experiences with jinns not ghosts jinns jinns yeah all, they all spoke it it's a, it's a, it's a uh, incomprehensible language but the few words it took out they all sanskrit words mm. Mm. you know so that can't be discussed that could not have been discussed in in my serial because my mm-hmm. serial is about you know islam is good and mm-hmm. <laughs> that that narrative so but mm-hmm. but i got you know that agar aap sirf kahani sunana shuru kar de na bridges that will ban jayenge aap ko kuch karne ki zarurat nahi hai and that, that would be a, a real connection yeah the, mm-hmm. the thing that you were talking about about the clutter mm-hmm. about a lot of bs as part of the uh, ott mm-hmm. that will be all cleared up you just start telling history जॉनी ड्रामा Yeah man is the still the question is still valid can i can i go ahead yeah go yeah, ahead can, can, can. <laughs> um nawazun siddiqui yeah i know this guy are are to shar would be to shar nice. is like to shar uh, john abraham so i can imagine he's 
Because I can imagine he's tall. I can imagine he's tall. You are tall and you big. Uh, John Abraham, lucky you, man. Yeah. He's but, very fit. Uh, John is like so fit. <laughs> no, but so so Nawazun Siddiqui will have to do a lot of crossfit, like teens, teens, teen minutes of so crossfit. Me, करना पड़ेगा. So if you want to play, I could shave his head as well. So. Kushal, what do you think uh, John Abraham will do, or do you have another suggestion? No, I know that you're looking for some kind of a funny, cocky answer on this, but I'll have to try to give you a real answer. I mean, I'm I'm all I'm personally a big fan of this kind of uh, cinema where like fiction and non-fiction kind of just breaks down, and you no longer know what is reality and what is not. So I would actually I would get a huge kind of huge kick, you know, like kind of reenacting. Yeah. My dirty laundry out on the oh. screen, and like that will like put me in a crazy state of trance where like you don't know anymore what is reality, what is not. So yeah, okay, yeah. interesting, nice. <laughs> nice, good answer, good answer. And the last question for both of you: Feel free to take a crack at Kali jointly, singularly. India or Pakistan? Ki kahani me in the movie about India and Pakistan. What is the twist in the plot? Like what? I like are you saying what leads to the conflict like what is the what's the thing that led to it or what no so you going forward what is going the forward if we, if we were to ek din iske bare mein movie jab banegi to what could the plot twist be i i i don't know shall uh, shall you go ahead I mean, <laughs> i'll 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 take i'll take no i'll take notes from you <laughs> then just try to <laughs> but has 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 a has a conflict uh actually uh, surfaced up so as to know okay, oh that this is the bone the, the real uh, the real thing that we have to the real, the real hurdle has it has it actually that's so it's still... it, it, it's obviously it's it's your interpretation doesn't matter this the script hasn't been I, written yet if you were to write it what I, would it be i think the drama hasn't hasn't coming from a drama perspective mm-hmm. i think drama hasn't because the scale is getting bigger and bigger the premise is getting bigger and bigger there are more and more characters being added every day and the plot twists are still happening so i don't know if we have reached the the interval time jab ma jo hai wo murghi kehti hai ki wo mera beta hai interval interval likha hua tha abhi tak wo aaya nahi hai ki abhi keh sake ke you know so so i don't i can't really pinpoint is what the you just we just waiting for i think it will just i think this one day it will just it will not matter for the both sides to maintain such huge armies do away with with, with boundaries it will just it will it will not it won't matter and and a, and the time will come when a whole generation that had been practicing all these restrictions will would have died would have just withered away would have lost force and then a whole set of, a new set of people can say oh what so what was the if what was the conflict like like if you take europe they The, the 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 Germans still can't stand the French and the French still can't stand the English. But whatever the conflict was, because of the of a yesterday generation, they've all died and life has moved on. It's not hmm. resolved, but it's not there anymore. It has lost its potency. Hmm. So I think who 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 a grand finale could be again. As is with life, that you know. How poetic. Oh, There'll yeah, be there'll be a huge drama and there'll be huge huge drops in that drama will not happen. So you're saying the plot twist is that there is no plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, maybe maybe I don't know. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. 
I think the, I think the the big plot twist will probably be when England actually comes out and says shit, you know, guys. हमारी मीटिंग हुई थी अमेरिका के साथ और हमने सोचा पोस्टर्ल्ड then that stuff That's gets revealed <laughs> that actually is a very common narrative among amongst us pakistanis that this probably was orchestrated the case uh, yeah 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 when i think But, that stuff comes out and the indians and indians and pakistanis lead, uh, leaders are like shit yeah so all this you know <laughs> no. <laughs> no no that's fine i guess gentlemen any any parting words of wisdom to budding filmmakers who are approaching sensitive subjects such as you you have keep rolling the camera i have been making uh, past past 7 years i've been doing mainstream stuff and i'm reaching a saturation point in where you just uh, feel like i mean like just recently i started doing small films for web and i realized that i should have been doing this thing should, should start doing that for young filmmakers i guess make a rule that for every one project that you do for bread and butter do two which are for yourself catharsis right for yourself only so have a ratio of 1 for 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 the home ground and 2 for yourself it has to be for yourself mm. it has to be for yourself and and you better be grounded you better be connected it it better be a story which is which which is which is something that you don't want to pose as a filmmaker but but want to be a but want to be a storyteller so for every one project you got to do two it may be a small thing or a big thing but two there should be a ratio so my and that's a rule that i want to apply to myself mm. that for and, and i'm somebody from the mainstream i do tv drama series i used to do documentaries and i realized that i'm not i'm unable to feed my house i got two boys and we're talking about you know mortgage and talking about school mm. fees and stuff like that mm. and of course the expectations of your family पुरानी कहावत very long lecture but yeah sure i mean what i have been i think battling a lot is uh, this kind of uh, some kind of paralysis and handicap of uh, being too scared to create kind of scared to meet my own limitations and i think that becomes something that's like a very silent monster keeps eating you up and before you know like many years have gone past and you have not done you know enough and you just kind of stopped having fun with it so i think i would really say that it's very important to have a um it's very important to have fun with the purpose of trying to find your direction you know trying to find your zone like where am i trying to go but have fun while doing it and don't be scared of doing that it's i think it's like a you have to have a bit of a wanderer in you and a lot of people will not understand it they'll judge you they'll stop you from wandering they'll force you to find your you to to find the direction but take your time in finding you know it's like i think all these great sufi saints and everybody they really took their time and 
wandering around you know going here and there and then and people must have said you know like guru nanak you know people said can nahi but he wandered so much like guru nanak is the second most traveled i think kind yeah. of figure in history you know so he just roamed around and then and then he came and he said his stuff so i think it's to do that physically symbolically mentally and uh, really have the courage to not let people force you to kind of find a spot wandering even means wandering in life it even means wandering in uh, in relationships or you know or i'm not saying like be like a solo alone guy like not in that way but you know like okay don't be scared to live life don't be scared to have a child have a baby have get married you know like don't be scared of those things in life yeah that's what we get i think i would say Absolutely, that's beautiful. Thank you, guys. Good. Thank you, Najer. Thank you, Tushar. It's been a wonderful podcast, and let's hope that. Oh man, hope all our guests are like this. Where we have to do no work and ask no <laughs> no questions, yeah. and they take over from us. Yeah. But thank you, gentlemen. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you with us. And Tushar, we hope you manage to complete the film and manage to show Mubina what's what's in the can. And wish you all the yeah. best. And Najer, <laughs> very excited to see uh, your work across the side of the border. Like Tushar said, would love for you know the list. to convince to really start getting the best of uh, you know uh, pakistani cinema thank you gentlemen for joining us today it's been an absolute pleasure